Hello, Rick Comerick, Certified Financial Planner, and I wanted to share with you an article that I just uploaded to my blog titled, Shake Off a Spooky October. So let's take a look at this. What is it about the month of October? The stock market crash of 1929, you know, that was the biggie, right? Uh, in the Great Depression, uh, well, that happened in October. And then there's Black Monday in 1987. That was the worst drop that we ever had in the stock market. And that was uh, driven by computer trading and portfolio insurance. Um, during the October 2008, the S&P index lost nearly 17%. Uh, that's almost as large as the drop that occurred back in 87. There's the less, lesser known panic of 1907, which shaved off 15% of the Dow. Yes, that happened during October. Uh, despite its ghoulish reputation, if we look back as, high, as far back as 1970, the broad-based index of 500 major U.S. stocks has averaged a gain in October. October actually ranks as number three in performance when we look at median return data. In case you're wondering, September turns out to be the weakest month on average. And between 2009 and 2017, we've experienced three declines in October, each losing just under 2%. In the six periods that saw an advance, the S&P 500 averaged a 5.3% advance. That's very impressive. This year was different, however, as we all know. The Dow lost 5.1% and the S&P index gave up 6.9%, according to the Wall Street Journal. There isn't a specific catalyst when investors place sell orders. Uh, there isn't a reason to sell listed on the ticket, so we don't know exactly why, but we can reflect on the various themes that cast a shadow. One could be interest rates and policy mistakes that, that may be taking place, and time will tell on that. Um, slowing global growth and trade tensions. We've all heard about the trade tensions that are going on between the U.S. and, and elsewhere, um, and China is considered to be slowing down at this time. And then finally, the so-called October effect. Let's revisit that initial question. What is it about the month of October? Well, uh, last month in September, about a month and a half ago, Jason Zweig in the Wall Street Journal wrote, investors' fear of September and October is based less on evidence and more on what psychologists call availability of the human tendency to judge how likely an event is by how easily we can recall vivid examples of it. In other words, dramatic sell-offs are seared into our memories, but we don't recall the S&P 500's 8% advance in October of 2015. Zweig adds, average returns on U.S. Treasuries appear to be higher in fall than in spring, should, suggesting that investors seek safety in the darker months. Stock analyst earnings forecasts are less optimistic in fall and winter than in spring and summer. So it turns out it's more of a behavioral finance issue rather than actual underlying you know, economic uh, fundamentals. And that's why I repeatedly emphasize the importance of adhering to an investment plan, a long-term roadmap uh, that takes the unexpected sell-offs into account. It places a barrier in front of this emotional response that we tend to go towards. Uh, final tally and perspective, with all the angst we've seen in the financial press, the S&P 500 lost 9.9% from its closing peak to trough. And it's not quite an official correction because that would be 10%, but, you know, pretty much close enough, right? While I understand the speed of the pullback may be disquieting, a sell-off of 5-10% to is modest by historical standards. Since 1980, the average inter-year peak-to-trough dip has been 14%, so we've yet to actually reach that in this particular year. 
yet stocks are much higher today than when Ronald Reagan became president. Why? Stocks have a long-term upward bias, average annual gain, including dividends, 12.6% since 1980. Very impressive. We've experienced several sell-offs in recent years. We can blame Brexit or the European debt crisis or China worries, the Ebola scare, the Japanese earthquake, tsunami, nuclear disaster, US debt downgrade, and much, much more. We could go on and on when the risk that jolt short-term traders failed to materially alter the economic outlook, stocks recovered. We've had growth scares before, and they occurred when activity was not as robust as it is today. Early 2016 comes to mind when oil prices had collapsed, turmoil uh, appeared in credit markets, and recession fears surfaced. Today, credit markets are functioning normally. The outlook for the U.S. economy is favorable, and odds of near-term recession remain low. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns about this, feel free to reach out to me anytime.